You are now listening to the Success Podcast Network. This episode of Success It Is What It Is is being brought to you by the official sponsor of the Success Podcast Network, Muscle Mowing and Landscaping. Muscle Mowing and Landscaping is owned and operated by Mr. Cleet Bell and has been serving Amarillo and the surrounding area for the past 11 years. You can find them on Facebook at Muscle Mowing and Landscaping and on Instagram using the handle Muscle Mowing. Also, you can visit them on their website at www.musclemowing.com. However, the most effective way to get your name down on their books is to give them a call at area code 806-340-8606 and tell them you want them to be your landscaping company for the upcoming spring season. Give them a call because their slots will fill up very, very fast. And when you do, tell them that the podcast sent you. Muscle mowing and landscaping, because a strong lawn is a healthy lawn. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Success. It is what it is. I'm your host, Robert Vasquez, and welcome back to the Success Podcast Network. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for pressing play on this episode, giving me a little bit of your time to allow me to express the message that I have for you today. I want to start off by saying happy holidays to each and every one of you. I hope that your 2022 is ending in the most beautiful way with the holidays coming up. And I hope you are finding your way into 2023 in the most productive way uh, with the goals and everything that you have set for yourself. I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions. I'm a big fan of goals. And I myself going into 2023, lots of goals set for myself, both uh, career-wise, professional-wise, and personal as well. And so a lot of things that I'm looking forward to into 2023, ready to say goodbye to 2022, taking all the lessons learned from this past year and applying them into this next year and hopefully hopefully having a different outcome, having a different story for 2023 and really working as hard as possible to navigate the positive waters, if you will, and not so much live in the negative waters. It's one of those things that that <laughs> that definitely has to stop. And so I'm very excited for 2023 as I sit back and think, I don't think, I don't really remember, I don't really think, I don't really remember if I've been as excited for a new year to start up. Just simply because, you know, the I, I can probably think the past five or six have, have been quite the life-changing ones. And so I'm very excited because I feel like, I feel like this one is just going to be different in a way of this is going to be my own um, as far as personal growth, 
um, taking the businesses that I have going on, such as, well, number one, this, the podcast, of course, being my own personal business of, of my own personal creation, taking my career in education and seeing where I can go with that. I do have my goals and my plans for that. And hopefully this year will bring something brand new, something better. And just continuing on the positive track. And that's the best part of it. Be, you know, trying to be the best leader that I can be. Trying to take uh, personal and character growth to a whole new level. Continue the research. Continue the, the work that it's going to take to develop all of this. And one thing that I have learned kind of closing out the year, and I will say closing out the year because this has really ramped up a lot more, is just in the fact of meeting a lot of new people and learning what the conversation that I have with them, you know, listening to their words. I've taken a lot to just sitting back and listening to people, hearing what they have to say and taking their words and processing them very, very deep in my mind. And it could be a conversation about anything. It could be a conversation about bananas and I'm going to process that as much as I can. And, and considering on, you know, where you're taking your conversation about bananas, I, I really want to just, I really want to pick up on any kind of nugget of wisdom from anyone that I speak to. Okay. Anyone at all. And it's just very, very important to me because I always want to make sure Knowing what someone has sat down to speak with or to speak to me about, hearing these words that come from their mouth, to me, it's a very important thing because I feel that they are taking their time to express their words with me. I have to respect that and I have to listen to that because this is what I'm doing right now. And I'm hoping that someone will be listening to me and hearing what my words are. So taking what others have said and really showing that respect to their words, to, to a conversation that is valuable to a conversation that if I feel I'm going to get something out of it, I'm going to listen and, and hear what, hear what you have to say. And that's the beautiful part that I've, I've really gotten to enjoy as the year has started to close out is I've just meeting a lot of brand new people and listening to them, <clears throat> listening to the, the words, the words are so much. And I try to take so much from everything that I listen to. It might be a TV show. It might be a movie that I'm watching. And, you know, matter of fact, I was watching I, any any type of movie that I'm watching. I, I do enjoy it for what it's about, but I also like to listen to those type of words. And if there's anything that I can pick up on, I will definitely most, I, I most definitely will keep it. I most definitely will listen to it. Matter of fact, um, yesterday I was watching a Tyler Perry movie and it was about Medea. And if you've ever, if you know who Tyler Perry is and you know about Medea, I, I think those are comedic genius movies. That's just my opinion. I love watching his films about her. They make me laugh. And so I was watching one yesterday and, you know, she was sitting down speaking to whoever it was dropping nuggets of wisdom. And I picked up on that and, you know, I can get into that here in a little bit, but it's, it's just simply the fact of taking what is being given to me 
in the form of, you know, conversation, words, listening to people and taking that process in it, turning it around. What is it going to do for me and actually giving back in my own way? And so I've really, really enjoyed that, which is allowing me to build on these episodes for the podcast to be able to share with you. And the one for today, when this comes out, this episode will have a title. But right now, because I want to be able to get this out, because this is in my head right now. As a matter of fact, I woke up with this on my head. And immediately I said, I have to jump on the microphone before I lose what is going on, because it really just kind of woke me up out of my sleep. (sighs) Talking about branding, talking about branding is what I woke up with in my head. And I woke up with the brand, actually, of the Air Jordan brand. Now, the Air Jordan brand is something that has been very, very meaningful to me. If you know me, if you know me very well, you know how much the Air Jordan brand, you know how much that has meant to me. For those of you that do not know me, the Air Jordan brand was something for me that started many, many years ago. At 46 years old, I grew up a fan of Michael Jordan. And I can still remember back in the day when I was a kid in in the 80s and starting to watch basketball. And I kept hearing you know, on television, um, the news is about the buzz of, you know, this guy out of the University of North Carolina and Michael Jordan, this Michael Jordan, that and myself for the, the love that I was starting to gain for basketball. Of course, I started watching this guy named Michael Jordan at the University of North Carolina, which is why if you again, if you know me, I'm still a big fan of the Tar Heels. And that's the reason why. And so starting to watch him, starting to watch his process, his style of play and things like that, of course, I became a tremendous fan. Now, going to when he went into the NBA, of course, his style of play continues. And then they started talking about his shoes, the Air Jordan brand. And for me, the Air Jordan brand was something that stuck out as a, I don't, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to call it as maybe it was a symbol of status for me, but I also thought of it in that way, in the sense of it was going to kind of define who I was because I remember I wanted a pair of those shoes so bad. And I remember that I was able to acquire my first pair of Air Jordans. And I remember when I, when I finally got that pair, that man, that pair of shoes, I did not want, I did not want the soul to touch the ground at all. Like those shoes had to be kept immaculate. Now, rewinding a little bit, a little bit. I remember the first thing I ever got in regards to Michael Jordan. And it was a picture from a grocery store that my dad had bought me on my birthday. I remember it was my birthday meal. 
And I remember seeing this poster back home at the uh, grocery stores. They would sell just, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's Plainview, Texas. So they not only sold groceries, but they sold everything else. It kind of reminded me of a small town flea market, the grocery store that was close to our house. And I remember there was a poster of Michael Jordan. He was wearing the Air Jordan 4s. I mean, excuse me, the 5s. And it was he was just going up for a dunk. It was the greatest poster ever. And my dad had bought that for me in addition to what my other gifts were. But he just happened to see that at the store as he was picking up food for my birthday meal. And he went ahead and bought that poster for me so I could have it in addition to my other gifts. But I remember he was wearing the fives and they were the fire red fives. And still today, the fives are my favorite Air Jordan. But that kind of started my whole process of this brand was going to be who I was. And I had to, everything that I did was the Air Jordan brand. Because at that point, I really had started to fall in love with the game of basketball. And I really was playing so, I was playing basketball for hours upon hours. And watching film and watching, Sarah, watching film, watching games of the Bulls. And of course, this was during the time when the Chicago Bulls were huge. Um, and And Michael Jordan was huge. And, of course, the Air Jordan brand was huge, and there I am out there trying to work on my shot, trying to mimic what Michael Jordan did out in the court, the way he was shooting. All these things was really surrounding everything about him. But then the shoes, the shoes, I had to have the shoes. Then whenever a pair would come out, I had to have them. I had to have the clothing that went with them. At this point, when I, when I'm able to start doing this, I'm in high school. Now I've got a job. There was an athletic store there in Plainview, Texas that I started working at. And this will, I'm going to date myself, but this is what was really cool back in the day was the store that I worked for. And I want to, and I want to tell you that the, <laughs> Oh, this is, this was absolutely awesome. How this worked back then was that Nike would send you, I should say you, the store, they would send you a catalog. Of course, this was the day before the days before the internet, they would send you a catalog with all the shoes, photos of the upcoming shoes that were coming out. And this was of course, when you could call and order any shoe, this is when you could get the latest pair of Air Jordans for 120 bucks, 150 bucks. And I remember the boss man would drive to Lubbock, Texas, because this is where this store was based out of. He would load up his car. He would load up his car with all the shoes. And we're talking about, this is the era of the nineties. When the shoe, the shoe game was probably at its best. And we're talking about all the shoes that you can acquire now. He was loading them up in his car and driving from Lubbock, Texas to Plainview. And not ever an incident ever occurred about him being robbed or getting pulled over and shoes getting stolen out of his car. I would not do that this day. I would not load up my car with shoes like that. And it was no big deal that he did that. And of course, times were different back then, but you could call up Nike if you didn't get the shoe size that you wanted and say, hey, this is, you know, this is Robert Vasquez and I work for this store. 
here's our store number, here's our account number, and I want to order this shoe. And whoever was working at Nike and customer service would say, hey, great, no problem. We'll ship that out to you. We'll bill you, blah, 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 blah. Five days later, here comes your shoe, and it's arriving at the store. So I was always, I was always on point with my Air Jordans. This was my brand. And everything I, before you knew it, I had more shoes than what I could handle. I had more Air Jordans than what I could handle. Everything I had was Air Jordan shoes, hoodies, pants, shorts, socks. When my kids were born, um, Air Jordan, baby Jordans. That was my brand. That is what, this is how everybody knew Robert Vasquez. So to make a long branding story short, what I woke up with this morning was the branding of the Air Jordan brand and what it did for me. But what I want to get across is the Air Jordan brand defined me in such a way that when I look back at it now, it was a symbol of my own status of what I could do as far as financially. If I could go back and get all the money that I had spent on Air Jordan shoes, oh my gosh. Like, I think I would be, <laughs> I would be okay right now. Um, so much money was spent into that brand. And it was a symbol of cleanliness for me because my, all my Air Jordan gear had to be immaculate. The shoes, I would spend hours making sure that my shoes were spotless. You couldn't step on my shoes. I, I, I used to come home every day and clean the soles of my shoes because I wanted to make sure that those things were immaculate everywhere I went. I had to make sure that no one stepped on my shoes. I had to make sure that every everywhere I walked, my shoes were taken care of uh, because the next day they had to look immaculate again. I would come home, take them off, put them back in the box. This brand was, it was intense how I lived with this brand. So what I woke up with this morning is, what happened to the Robert Vasquez brand? What happened to the brand that you were born with? What happened to the brand that you were given? The God-given gift of who Robert Vasquez is and the brand of who I was. What did I ever do with that? Because when I look back, and I can say this because it is myself and it is my time of reflection going into 2023, I did not represent my brand at all in the way that I should have. I represented the Air Jordan brand in such a way that why would I not, why did I not represent myself the way I represented that brand? Because I did everything I could to make that name stand out as best as possible. I did everything that I could to make the world known that this is, <laughs> This is who I am. I'm wearing the brand of someone else across my chest and on my feet. And look how well I take care of it. But the brand of who I was, was not, that was not well taken care of. 
Because you see, I did not hold myself to this immaculate, immaculate cleanliness, perfection status, if you will, like I did over here with this brand of clothing and shoes. And when I say it, I didn't hold myself to this um, immaculate cleanliness. I didn't take care of my name. And, and that was just by myself. That was my own personal thought process. You know, no, not really, not really sitting down and defining who I am and what I wanted to do. Who is the Robert Vasquez brand? And as I sit here and I create this method of expression, this method of communication through a microphone, trying to get words across that will hopefully help someone out. I'm thinking to myself, you have created a brand for yourself. And people ask me, do you go back and listen to your episodes? And I, my answer is I don't like to. I always listen to my episodes kind of like with a cringe if I listen to them alone. The question is why? Well, why, why do you do that? And the thing of it is, is I don't know why. I always believe that for every episode that I do, once I hit the stop a button from recording, I think to myself every single time, yes, that was the one. That was the one. Because a lot of times I will record and re-record 10, 15, 20 times before I finally settle in and I'm able to get what I need to say across. Sometimes it's just done on the first take. The thing about it is, is this is my, this is my brand. This is my expression. And a lot of times the reason why I don't go back and listen per se, I will go back and listen for editing purposes, but to go in and really listen to what I have said, I don't do it because I know exactly what I'm feeling at the time. I know exactly what I'm feeling right now. And a lot of times it's very hard to hear myself because at that very moment I'm speaking on my brand. I'm speaking with a representation of who I am at the very, very moment. And a lot of times it's very difficult to hear because a lot of times I don't want to go back to that place. And this is one of the things that I have felt that this year has been is going to very difficult places to express what I'm feeling to get it out of my body. And this is where I've been. Now, in order for me to grow personally, in order for me to be able to move on, in order for me to take my character and change it into something that I have never been, that I know that I can be. It's going to be a lot of really going back and listening to what I've gone through. And it's difficult, ladies and gentlemen, it's very, very difficult to go back and listen to those hard moments. But again, what do you want your brand to be is the question. What do I want my brand to be now for me? I had a great conversation uh, a couple of days ago with um, a young lady, another educator, and we were talking about 
we got to on the conversation conversation about podcasts, excuse me. And, you know, she was telling me about how she is really taking the love for leadership, for motivational, for inspirational, for personal growth podcasts. And of course, you know, I, <laughs> I jumped up and I'm like, hey, let me tell you about one. <laughs> let me tell you about one. And the thing that occurs in my head when I hear that type of conversation is, yes, let me tell you about a certain podcast that I know about. But here's the other side of that that immediately popped in my head is how good is your podcast to tell somebody else that they should listen to it? How good is your content to recommend your own work to somebody else? Because I can sit here and talk about someone else's podcast, someone else's brand, and I can say, hey, listen to this podcast because it's really good. It's their brand. But what have I done to make mine a recommendation for someone else? At this time, I'm going to give a big shout out to, and I've done it before, but I'm going to do it again. I have to give a big shout out to my friend out of Lubbock, Texas, the JP Lopez show. This guy, I think hands down was born for podcasting. Again, his show, the JP Lopez show is absolutely hilarious. And the stories that he tells with his friends, and again, some of them uh, I, I do know, I've known him for a while, and then some of them I, I don't know who his friends are, but the stories that they tell, and this is what I believe makes a podcast absolutely what it is, is when you're able to be drawn in and to listen to a story that you know nothing about, you know nothing about the characters, but they will pull you in and keep you hooked on what they are talking about. And it makes you want to listen to more and more and more of it. That is what, in my opinion, is a good podcast. And I'm recommending his to everyone. Okay. The JP Lopez show, you can find him on Spotify or whatever streaming platform you use. Fantastic podcast. Now, you know, I would this is something you should probably listen to in the car by yourself. They get really intense and it, then that's fine. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And this is what podcasting is, is for you to be free in your expression and it's fun. But again, it's a brand. Now I know this gentleman, he's a good guy and this is his brand now. And, and for me, when I see him very, very proud of what he does, the media production that he company that he does this with very, very proud of his work. This is the brand that you are representing. I recommend that you go listen to him. Even if you don't know who he is, I'll say his name again. Uh, one more time for everybody, the JP Lopez show. You can find it just like that. Just looking him up again, branding the branding of who you are. So how do I talk about this gentleman's podcast and recommend it to everyone? But if I can't speak on my own and recommend it to everyone, then there's a problem. So yesterday when I'm having this conversation with this young lady about the, the stuff that she enjoys listening to, and I immediately perk up and say, hey, well, I have one for you. But also when the thought process that jumps in my head that says, 
you know what? Is yours really that good to put out there? The confidence level that you have in your brand is something that must always be top notch. It must always be at the highest level of confidence because what you are doing is you are taking every bit of character, every fiber of who you are as a person, and you are putting your own stamp of approval to say, this is who I am. This is what I want to share with you about me. This is what I want to express to you who I am. We do it in everything we do. For everything in regards to our job titles, for every career path we've taken, for every job that we do, for every single process that occurs with us, it is our brand. It is who we are. And what I woke up with this morning was, yes, it was this Air Jordan brand, but I thought to myself, what about the Robert Vasquez brand? And the biggest question that I have for you all is, is how proud of your brand are you? You're the one that has to look in the mirror every day at your own brand. You have to wake up and look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is what I'm going to give to the world today. But it all starts with you because you can't give to the world what you don't have. And the only reason why I say that is because that is something that I wake up with every day. The only reason why I say that is because I do go through that every single day. You cannot give the world what you do not have. Now, when you take that expression, that's it's it's crazy to think about. I can't give the world what I don't have. Now, what does that entail? For me, for me, the honesty the vulnerability, the being able to sit back and take everything that is given to me and not just keeping it bottled up, not just keeping it there and tucking it in and saying, well, you know what? Okay. Um, I'm just going to kind of sit back and let the world come to me. I keep doing that there. I don't even want to think about the shape that I will be in. If I just sat back and said, you know what, I'm going to let the world come to me and see what happens. Because the honest 100% truth is, while I'm very, very excited for the year 2023, I am also absolutely terrified for the year 2023. The question is, is why would you, why are you so terrified of 2023? The reality of it is, is I can remember what 2022 started off as. I can remember exactly where I was New Year's Eve 2021. I can remember where I was. I can remember what I was doing. And I can remember who I was with. And if you would have told me at that very moment, um, you know, this situation that you're in right now, Robert, you will not be in it at the end of the year. I would have looked at you and said, you're absolutely crazy. 
<laughs> there's no possible way. There's just no way that I'm actually going to believe a single thing that you're saying to me right now. There's no way that the end of 2022 is going to be different. And the reality of it is, is the situation that I was in going into 2022 is not the one that I'm in now. And that situation, it changed everything about me. It changed everything about who I was. It changed everything about my brand. Now, what is crazy about all that is really it allowed me to express my brand and take it to a level that I never thought really existed. And it allowed me to find new ways of growth, or I should say not new ways, new paths of growth, new avenues of growth. It allowed me to discover something in myself that I never thought really could exist. And so when I say that I'm terrified of what's coming up for this brand new year is because when I have already gone through a year of something that I never thought I would ever have to go through to feel some of the the tragedy that I had to feel in 2022, the fear that I have for 2023 is just simply the fact of anything can happen. Anything can happen. After 2022, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say what else could happen, but I don't want to say I don't want to say that because it could be anything. The thing about it is is you can look at that in a negative way. Anything can happen. I'm scared to death, but you can also look at it look at it, excuse me, in a very very positive way. Anything can happen. It, it's wide open for you. It is wide open for me, it's wide open for you. Anything can happen. What are we going to do with who we are? What are we going to do with the brand that we have set for ourselves? Because I don't, I'm, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to mention anyone's name. Um, Again, just simply, it's just out of respect, but hearing, having to hear, well, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about you. Um, no one, no one looks at you that way. No one, no one cares what you're doing. You know, your your business is your business. You just do what you need to do. These are the, some of the things that I've heard. Uh, who it has come from? I'm not even going to speak on that. It's one of these things that when you hear for so long that you have to be this person this private, private person and not speak about the things that you are doing in your life to be the best that you can be. And what I feel most importantly is not only what you're doing in your own life to be the best that you can be, but also what you can do for others because you don't travel this world alone. There are other people that help you on your path. To this day, I have tremendous amount of wonderful people walking with me in my path, the support system that I have, my circle of people, that group of people that I have is, is absolutely fantastic. And you know that I cannot travel, I cannot travel my world without them. And you know what, this is part of it. And I remember the first time that I ever actually hit record and I ended recording and then I actually hit, you know, the, the, the publish button 
to send my first podcast out with my voice to let my mind go. You know, that first episode being, you know, first thoughts for me and just letting that go. I knew that I had started something for myself because now my voice was all over. And sitting back and looking at my numbers, looking at where my podcast has been played, the different countries it's been played in, which really blows my mind. And what really blows my mind is that they're they're somewhat of big numbers. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I, 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 I make a joke about it being worldwide because now it is. I'm creating a brand for myself. And every day that I sit down and I work on this thing and I work on and I work in front of the microphone and I say what I have to say. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, all there's going to be some episodes. There already has been some episodes that I've thought to myself, those things are worthless. That, that was horrible. And I start dissecting it. And I, you know, I tell myself, I didn't, I hated the way I sounded, the way I was speaking was not coming across. Right. I didn't sound professional. I didn't sound, I mean, just all these negative breakdowns that I was giving to myself. And there's some that I think to myself, that one was killer. That one blew up. That one right there came off exactly the way I wanted it. And it, you can tell in the numbers, the ones that I think were horrific and terrible, you can tell in the numbers. The ones that I think that one went across, fantastic, you can tell in the numbers. And then what's even more crazy is that sometimes it's reversed is the ones that I think are the most terrible ones are the ones that get more plays than the ones that I think are really good. So there's no telling. There's no telling what goes on with everything that you do. But just like my last episode of the surfer's mentality, you have to ride the wave that you're on. Ride it and know that that wave is going to crash. And there's probably going to be another wave that crashes on top of you. But just like what these surfers do, get back up and ride the next wave. And I know that it's difficult sometimes. But, you know, I could even take that little aspect of it. And I, I really wish that I could have someone with me every single time I sit down to record. Because I would love to hear the, the thought process and the, and the mentality behind what other people have to say. But, you know, for me, it's even with these, with these surfers, they're creating the brand that they are, or they're creating a brand for themselves and what they do. And we know that's all true for, for what, I mean, they're athletes, you know, they're athletes, even if they're not athletes here, they're weekend warriors. And they like, it's just who they are and what they do. And they set themselves up for their method of work, if you will, they're surfing. So again, we're all setting a brand for ourselves. And that's a that's the craziness of it is that they're getting up there and they're riding the same wave and it's going to crash and they're going to get up and get on another wave. And this is what I'm saying to all of us. We should do the same thing. We take who we are, we take our brand and we create something with it. I don't know what it is that you want to do. I don't know what is what it is that thing that you are, are chasing and what your dream is and what your goal is. But whatever it is, is you're going to put your own stamp of approval on there and say, this is who I am and this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm giving back to you. I'm giving back to the world. You're giving it to whoever and you are creating your own brand i used to wear the air jordan brand across my chest proudly i used to wear it proudly on my feet 
but what did I do with the Robert Vasquez brand? And did I wear that across my chest proudly? And did I wear that across my feet proudly? Did I wear that brand proudly? And when I look back at everything that I've gone through, every which way that I've grown up for every single thing that I've done, I look back and I realize that I did not wear that proudly. Can I go back and change all of that? I cannot because that is what my life was. And much like sitting down with an episode that I have created and I have used my words to create this episode, you know, I can, I can go back and I can change it and I can edit out all the little bitty tiny things. Maybe I can edit out a word filler an um, or a, you know, or you know what I'm saying? Those kind of terrible word fillers that you should never use. <laughs> You can go back and maybe edit that out. But what you've created is an episode that has been laid out through emotion, through research, through organization. You've laid it out and it's done, much like all these episodes of our life. But what I do at the end of the episode when I sign off and I decide to hit publish, it is done. It is over with. And it is out there, much like these episodes of our life. And when I hit publish, I have now hit publish on what my brand is. On this show, Success, It Is What It Is. On the brand of my network, the Success Podcast Network. And my name being on here, my face being on the show. When you look up my show, my face is on there for you to see. So me being a part of that, I am now giving you an episode of my brand. Just like these episode episodes of our lives. These episodes that are created and you hit publish and you send them out and you move on to the next one. And that could be minute to minute, hour by hour, day by day, week by week and so forth. But you're hitting, the, you're hitting publish on the episodes of your life and of your brand. And what is it going to be? That is absolutely wild in my head. And much like I sit down and I take notes to create the next episode, you have the same ability to do it as well. But what is that going to look like for you? Your brand is everything. Your brand is everything of who you are. But what we have to stop doing is wearing the brand name of someone else across our chest before, before our, our own brand. We have to stop wearing the brand of someone else without taking the time to respect the brand of who we are. And nowadays, if you ask me, well, well, what are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing nowadays across your chest, Robert? And I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm a huge fan of Under, of Under Armour now. I couldn't even tell you when was the last time I wore 
anything in regards to Air Jordan. I do still have my shoes and they're still in the closet and they're still in the box. When was the last time I wore anything of Air Jordan? I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea why. Maybe I feel like I've outgrown it. Maybe because I feel like I've been in that game for such a long time that it just doesn't interest me anymore. You know, nowadays the, the shoe game is very, very different. The branding for Air Jordan is very, very different. It doesn't hold the same appeal to me that it did back in the 90s. And this day, the shoe game is so, so different that I just really stay away from it. But what am I wearing across now? My chair, or what am I wearing across my chest nowadays is Under Armour. I'm a big fan of Under Armour. I'm a big fan, of course, because everybody knows, everyone that knows me knows how much of a fan of the rock I am. And so I enjoy wearing a ton of Project Rock gear. So it's all Under Armour. But the thing about it is, is before I strap on an Under Armour hoodie, <laughs> the one that I feel like I've been wearing for days now because I absolutely love it. But before I put that on my body and I wear that big logo across my chest, the representation of who I am when I put that hoodie on, the look that it gives me, the way that I carry myself, that is the brand that is always going to come before the Under Armour brand. The smile that I have on my face, the look that I walk out into the world with, if I walk out with a look of intimidation or anger, that's the representation of my brand. If I walk out with a smile on my face, it's a representation of my brand. I cannot change the size of my body. I mean, I can. I cannot change the way I walk. I mean, I guess you can. But really, the way you carry yourself is who you are. And for as many times that I've heard, well, you know, you look scary and you look intimidating when you don't smile. I can't change the fact that I'm I'm a big guy. I can't change that. I can't change that immediately. It would take it's going to take some days. It's going to take some months. But you know, you can change your smile. And the best thing you can put on your body is a smile. Change your brand. Figure out who you want to be. Figure out the direction that you want to go. Change your brand into something that is going to work for you and only you. And what makes you feel in such a way that says, I'm ready to go next level now and see what I can do. Find out something that you've never experienced in your life. Go chase that one thing that you've had maybe even just a small twinge of, you know, hey, I, I think I would like to check that out. Go find that one thing that maybe you've always been afraid to, but there's that one little itch that says, I got to scratch that and see what it does for me. Going into 2023, my friends. And here I was saying that I was going to make this a short episode, but I'm really feeling this one today. Because I guess for everyone, I want you, and I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people that I wish I could sit down with them and say, give yourself the chance. Give yourself the opportunity to find out about you. And I know that I have to tell myself that every single day. Go find yourself. Go find yourself. I mean, really, that's the truth of it. 
And that saying right there is going to find, I, you know, going to find yourself is one that will resonate with me for probably for the rest of my life. And I'll keep that one to myself, but I want everyone to go find the person that is deep within them. Find the person that they can sit with alone and be absolutely thrilled to be with. To tell yourself that you need no one else but yourself because you are so happy with who you are. That is the goal and the dream and the wish that I have for everyone. Because in the past three months, I'm going to say, and I can say, that I was forced to do that. I was forced to go find out who I was. And it's only because it was for my own survival. I had to do that. And I'm so glad that I did. And so in closing of what was supposed to be a short episode, your brand is everything that you are, my friends. Your brand is what you are wearing across your chest and across your feet. Is it everything that you want it to be? Because when you step out into into the world, that's what the world is going to see before any other brand that you put across your chest. While it's crazy to think that maybe it's not a big deal, it really is. It really is because it's who you are. There is only one of you in this world. You are absolutely special. Man, you're rare. You're perfectly made. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you matter. You are priority. You are number one. And when you are good for you and to you, then you will be good for others and to others. I really appreciate you guys sitting with me through this episode. It means the world to me. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that I've given something across to you that you can use. And I will be seeing you very, very soon for another episode of success. It is what it is right here on the success podcast network. Thank you so much for everything. You guys much love. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.